Friends in Christ, we listen in our first reading this morning in the book of the prophet Isaiah to the vocation and the mission of the suffering servant. Who is the suffering servant in the book of the prophet Isaiah? Well, there are four separate passages that describe this servant of the Lord who will take on tremendous human suffering, tremendous affliction for the sake of the redemption of God's people. And some scholars say that the suffering servant is Isaiah himself, that the prophet, because of his message carried to the world from the Lord, will receive such opposition that he'll be afflicted. Other scholars say that the suffering servant is the nation of Israel. But the church has always consistently taught that ultimately the suffering servant is Jesus Christ himself, the Messiah. So he who takes on the sins of the world on his own shoulders, he who endures the passion, the cross, he who is buried and rises again to bring redemption to the world, he is the suffering servant. But we listen to the call and the vocation of the suffering servant in that first reading. Isaiah the prophet writes, The Lord formed me as his servant from the womb, that the that Jacob may be brought back to him, and Israel gathered to him. And so the role of the suffering servant is to gather the people of Israel. And certainly Christ will gather the scattered tribes of Israel when he comes to call the twelve apostles, when he comes to gather the nation before the Lord. But Isaiah goes on to say, It is too little for you to be my servant and only to gather the scattered tribes of Israel. He says, I will make you a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. So not just to Israel, but to all the world, God wants the light of salvation to shine. And so it is in the gospel. In the gospel this morning, that beautiful passage where St. John the Baptist sees Christ coming towards him, and he points him out and says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now that phrase would have shocked the people of Israel who are listening to St. John the Baptist this morning for two reasons. First and foremost, it would have shocked them that he was indicating as a person the Lamb of God because they were very familiar with the Lamb of God as a Passover sacrifice and as a sacrifice in the temple ritual. But we'll come back to that in just a moment. But John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That would have been shocking to the people of Israel. Takes the sins not away of the nation of Israel, but of all the world. He's the Messiah the one who has come to save the entire world, like the suffering servant, not just to the nation of Israel, but his mission is to be a light to the nations. But to come back to the Passover sacrifice, to come back to the Lamb of God that St. John the Baptist is indicating. Remember in the Old Testament, when the people of Israel had become enslaved in the land of Egypt, God says to Moses, I will set the people free in a single night, in one event. And so I want you to tell all the families and all of the peoples 
to procure one lamb per household. And if a household is too small for one lamb, they should join together with another household. And each of the households should slaughter the lamb in the evening twilight, sprinkle its blood on the doorposts and the door lentils, and then roast the flesh of the lamb and consume the lamb. And every house that consumes the lamb and offers the sacrifice of the lamb, the angel of death will pass over that night. They'll be saved. And I'll bring them out of Egypt and towards the promised land. And so it happens. God saves his holy people. But through that ritual of the sacrifice of the lamb, and God says to Moses, who should tell the people that every year they're to observe this same ritual. They're to sacrifice a lamb every year in commemoration of the fact that I saved them in a single night. By the time of Jesus, there's a daily sacrifice happening in the temple. That the sacred ritual was to, to sacrifice a lamb every morning and every evening in commemoration of the Passover sacrifice. And so every year, there are thousands and thousands of lambs that are being sacrificed for the people to remember that God saves, God delivers. And suddenly, John the Baptist points to Jesus Christ and says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He's saying this is what God always wanted to communicate with salvation that he is the one who saves all the world from sin. Not a lamb, but the lamb of God, Jesus, the Messiah. And so it is that Christ, on the night before he dies, the lamb of God himself will take bread and wine and say to his disciples, this is my body. Receive it. Consume it. This is the chalice of my blood. Drink of it. Partake of the supper of the Lamb and become united with me in the sacrifice that I'm about to offer. That is the sacrifice that we celebrate here at the Holy Mass this morning. Nothing less than that. The body and blood of Christ that we offer again to the Father, that we receive from this altar to be strengthened and united to him. How is Christ calling us to a deeper intimacy with himself, the Lamb of God, as we celebrate the Mass this morning? How is he calling us to a deeper intimacy with the Church? How do we open our hearts more completely this day to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world?